Poetry Dose. Yeah, um, sorry, just kind of excited, um, after listening to our guest today, Heidi Rezzi's, um, School Dose poem, it's got one of those names, um, that's real long, you know, when people do that, you know, they'll just, instead of going nice and short and concise, they'll just go the total opposite way. Reflections on a gift of watermelon pickle received from a friend called Felicity. That's the name of the poem. John Tobias. Damn, John. You know? Way to stand out with that one. Sounds like a uh, a funk band or something. Um, anyway, it's great. And uh, the story behind it is even better. And that's not to take away from this first poem from Heidi that... Um, is really unique in and of itself just because of the process that she describes afterwards. Um, I don't want to give it any short shrift, but it's kind of like, I'd say, her process is kind of like collage or found objects in fine art. Um, she'll tell you more about it. But anyway, um, really had a great time uh, listening to these, and um, I think you can get a lot out of it, uh, especially teachers. I really think uh, this is a great one to show um, your students, um, because it's just so unique. So anyway, without any further ado, here's uh, our poet Heidi Rezies with a poem from her series entitled Illusory Borders. Shadows blooming, hope and nothing less. Some days I only speak in pictures as in my impressions of shadows looming where flowers once bloomed, or reflections on surfaces until every surface becomes a mirror. Picture the nature of this cloudiness as it appears through the window, gray, situated somewhere between extremes, as in a black-and-white photograph. In the window, gray is illuminated, a little aspiration depicted as a hint of color. Today, gray surfaces in blue tones. The walls of this room should be painted this hue, weakly luminous against objects, where object implies body, a sort of darkening. A part of me turned toward the window and part of me away. Thank you for including me in Poetry Dose. My name is Heidi Rezies. My poem is from a series of poems that's lived under several different titles, but for now I'm calling it Illusory Borders. Um, this project is grounded in a process that incorporates fragments and lists and reflections on what we refer to as woman's work and a kind of dailiness. It's inspired in part by lists that I discovered in a woman's day planner from the 1940s, a little book called The Daily Aid Silent Secretary that I 
found in a box of books at an auction. And it's also inspired in part by Gertrude Stein's Tender Buttons, in particular, the section that's titled Objects. Illusory Borders is a series of poems that are stitched together by fragments of text. So rather than having titles, um, these poems each begin with a short uh, fragment of text. Um, and then those have been cut and collaged from various lists, including my own, in a continuum of beginnings and endings. Reflections on a gift of watermelon pickle received from a friend called Felicity by John Tobias. During that summer when unicorns were still possible, when the purpose of knees was to be skinned, when shiny horse chestnuts hollowed out fitted with straws crammed with tobacco stolen from butts in family ashtrays, were puffed in green lizard silence while straddling thick branches far above and away from the softening effects of civilization. During that summer, which may never have been at all, but which has become more real than the one that was, watermelons ruled. Thick imperial slices melting frigidly on sun-parched tongues dribbling from chins, leaving the best part the black bullet seeds to be spit out in rapid fire against the wall, against the wind, against each other. And when the ammunition was spent, there was always another bite. It was a summer of limitless bites, of hungers quickly felt and quickly forgotten with the next careless gorging. The bites are fewer now. Each one is savored, lingeringly, swallowed, reluctantly, but in a jar put up by Felicity, the summer which maybe never was has been captured and preserved. And when we unscrew the lid and slice off a piece and let it linger on our tongue, unicorns become possible again. you know, traditional poems by poets like Robert Louis Stevenson and Edward Lear and those sorts of typical children's anthologies. But I think one of the poems that stands out particularly in my memory, and um, I think it is primarily for its title, is this poem, Reflections on a Gift of Watermelon Pickle from a Friend Called Felicity. And this was something that I read in the sixth grade I had a kind of radical teacher named Mrs. Mosier, and rather than um, teach in the sort of traditional way, we worked at kind of independent study centers where we could move at our own pace, and there were actually like, tables and desks situated in different areas of our classroom where we would have a particular activity that was kind of assigned at each station, and one of those was a poetry station. 
And this poem is part of a, an anthology titled Reflections on a Gift of Watermelon Pickle. And um, the editor of that anthology is Scott Forsman. It was published in 1966 and I think has been widely used as a text in classrooms uh, since then. One of the things, of course, that drew me to the title was um, the subject of watermelon, which still is one of my favorite foods. And I think um, I was struck by the visual aspects of this poem and also the images that the title sort of conjured up in my in my brain at that time. I was sort of focused on reflections in the sense of the visual. And um, I still um, think a lot about the play on the word reflection as in my own poem, um, reflection in the mirroring sense and reflection in the sense of a meditation or looking back at the past. Um, so I'm, I'm very thankful to Ms. Mosier for, for introducing me to this anthology, which, which includes poems by um, other notable and also somewhat unknown poets. Um, but it was definitely um, made an impression on me as a, as a young student of poetry. Thanks, Ms. Mosher. Well, it's one foot, one step, then I'll move the other. Even if I start to fall, I'll just get up and do it all again. Even if I start to fall. All right, everybody. Thank you so much to Heidi Rezies. She's a multidisciplinary artist living in Richmond, Virginia, uh, and a graduate of the MFA writing program at Vermont College of Fine Arts. She currently serves as design director and chat book series editor at H underscore N G M underscore N Books. Teaches letterpress printing at Virginia Commonwealth University's School of the Arts and manages Artifact Press, an independent micropress that publishes limited edition poetry chapbooks. Her poetry has recently appeared in literary journals including Boat, that's B O double A T, Daily Grandma, G R A M M A. Leveler, Fog Machine, Forklift Ohio, Fourth Magazine, Kelsey Street, Lavage Journal, Susan slash The Journal, and Queen of Cups. Dang. Her chapbook, Recollections and Reenactments, is forthcoming from Zoo Cake Press 2017. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's a band called Los Deuterinos every Sunday night in good old Newport, Rhode Island. Come on down and um, get crazy. 10 o'clock on a Sunday. You can do it. All right, see you next time.